Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And that was a lie. We're not even watching a game today. <laughs> We're not watching a freaking game. You I mean, fucking wish. We sort of watched a game. Yeah, that's true. But it was a, a movie game. It was a fake game. Yeah. <laughs> or was it? Or was it? <laughs> We are in a weird mood today, for sure. We're in a very weird mood. Um, who knows when this is coming out? You're probably in your coronavirus bunker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you're taking advantage of the fact that Disneyland is empty. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, you're that's out true. there. And no lines. No lines. You're getting a picture with Goofy. You're getting a picture with Peter Pan. You have a four corn dogs in one hand and three dole whips in the other <laughs> you've been on the new star wars ride a hundred thousand times oh in God. one day and you're just having the time of your life and that's what we're hoping for because we're probably gonna be bunkered up <laughs> honestly we've got our basement full of uh instant jello <laughs> yeah we've got so much instant jello we've got um like a bunch of iodine pills mm -hmm. we've got like 12 bars of milk <laughs> that's actually not a lie yeah um yeah <laughs> anastasia had to take well, a, a very kind friend of mine um gave me a box of milka chocolate it's polish brand chocolate and i'm a monster and i can't have it in my home so i gave it to anastasia for safekeeping and she gives me an allowance i come over and say milka please mommy <laughs> <laughs> and i say have you been a good girl again yeah. and and you're always like did you mow the lawn did you water the plants did you clean out the gutters i make you do a bunch of chores around my house <laughs> before i give you your own milk chocolate yes and um you know it it works you know well, i mean we made it through a good chunk of the mocha but yeah i it honestly would be like 24 hours all the mocha would be gone <laughs> and that's why i'm not good at rations <laughs> and like if we go to costco and get the you know the bottle of water and the toilet paper and the beans or whatever like i'm gonna panic and i'm gonna use it all in one wait <laughs> what are you using the toilet paper for you don't want to know are you like making a fort <laughs> listen i can't explain but it will be used i don't wow. want to give more details it will be used within I mean, one day i'm uh, maybe i'll put a little lock on the <laughs> jello the instant jello drawer i mean you have a whole closet here that you can fill with supplies that's actually where i'm gonna live during the quarantine <laughs> why there's no one else even in this apartment <laughs> i know i just want to feel safe okay well i'm walking over and i've got the key baby so you can't keep me out i actually already told agata that if she were quarantined i'd still hang out with her that's true and i i take it very seriously i would kiss you on the mouth thank you if you had <laughs> <laughs> i would still remote in <laughs> oh good game game good we it would be it would be like um you would be like smart house did you guys ever see that movie no but you have talked about it so much oh sorry <laughs> between you Not and jarvis really that, sorry <laughs> uh disney channel original movie smart house um that will do whatever you ask um it's iconic you gotta watch it uh there is a great scene where somebody walks in the kitchen and is like i want a chocolate milkshake and it just appears wow think of anything that would be greater than that as a child nothing nothing so that's gonna be gabe <laughs> <laughs> so when we hear gabe's voice we're gonna say gabe 
more toilet paper. <laughs> but then Gabe will eventually turn on us and be like, I can't do that, Agata. Yeah. Well, that's what happens in the movie. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Wait, so Smart House is just a ripoff of 2001 Space Odyssey? Basically. But for children? Basically. <laughs> basically. But like, yeah, eventually Gabe will grow resentful and be like, I'm not just here to do your whims. I think it'd be fun to make milkshakes, but maybe not like, I don't know, like how demanding you would be. So, well, I mean, we, it depends on how long the quarantine is going to last. You know, we don't really know. Yeah, we might lose our minds. But since this is L.A., we'll be like green juice, please. <laughs> <laughs> chia pudding. <laughs> Gabe, you're not making my chia pudding correctly. <laughs> I throw it back at the computer. Yeah, that's it's just all milkshakes. <laughs> That seems like a likely scenario here. Uh, but yeah, I mean, people are freaking the fuck out. People are freaking out. And it's, I'm, I am on my last nerve. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better get some more nerves because it's going to go on for a while. I actually have a really good suggestion. If anyone is freaking out and they want like real information, there's a very good podcast called This Podcast Will Kill You. And it's good information just about any like illnesses. They talk about a lot of um, disease. What's spreadable diseases? What are oh, they called? Infectious disease. Something like that. Anyways, it's a podcast <laughs> where they go through. Communicable. Thank you. They talk about like whooping cough and like a bunch of other stuff. And they have a great episode about coronavirus that actually explains like, I didn't know that coronavirus is actually a term, a blanket term for a bunch of different types of viruses like SARS and MERS. And um, this is just like a new version of that. But anyways, go listen to it. Really good podcast. And they have much many more facts than you're going to get on like CNN. <laughs> At people like the conspiracy theories I've seen are insane. Like fully, just don't like. I mean, it is serious, but like, don't freak out just because somebody posted on Facebook that coronavirus is created by the government to control <laughs> <laughs> control population, uh, which I have seen many times. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So you know what? Well, let's everybody just calm down just get enough toilet paper to last you three <laughs> four months and you're gonna be fine you'll be fine just work, work from home listen to us take your mind off of things laugh with us <laughs> we'll still be here we'll still be making dunks yeah even if no one is listening if the whole you know world population has been annihilated <laughs> yeah and and we're the you know, last two people. The the internet is no longer functioning. We're still going to be here talking to these mics, <laughs> even if nothing's getting recorded. So, thank you for going on this journey with us. <laughs> um. So today we're talking about a movie. Should we get into it? Yeah. Let's go to the movie. <laughs> Let's all go to them. Let's all go to them. Anyway, let's go to the movie. Gabe, you do a little remix. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we only heard the last half of that. DJ producer Uncle Gabe. Is that your name? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, wow. That's your DJ sound. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me beatboxing. <laughs> 
Um, so today we watched a little film called Blue Chips. Um, this came highly recommended from past guests who we can't remember. <laughs> Ooh, we can't remember didn't have to expose us like that well you know hey uh truth and comedy <laughs> <laughs> look we have a lot of people on this show and we do an episode every week and honestly as soon as we hit like stop recording it wipes my memory of everything said on the podcast truly yes the same for and me. so we have had many past guests who were like blue chips was my favorite movie and i don't remember who they were but thank you for recommending it it was very fun to watch. Um, so a little bit about this movie. It was written by Ron Shelton, who was, I guess, the um, the go-to sports movie writer of the 80s and 90s. He wrote Bull Durham and White Men Can't Jump. He also wrote Bad Boys 2 and, um, and, and directed Tin Cup. Uh, and then it was directed by William Friedkin. Can you believe that? Who's that? <laughs> I was amazed to hear that too. I'm sorry, I'm not he, cultured. I guess he directed The Exorcist. He directed um, The French Connection, which is an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. If anyone is interested in film, uh, they should watch The French Connection. It's like the sound design in that movie is really, really good, and it's just like a fun. Um, it's a fun like. Uh, action early action movie he also directed jade starring david caruso (laughs) really yes i haven't seen it i'm gonna have to put that on my list no it's it's a like terrible movie from (laughs) from the 90s have you seen it no it just is like one of those notoriously bad movies wow david caruso famously like quit his high-paying tv job to do a movie career and it really fizzled out with roles like Jade. Oh, David Crew. And then he just went back to TV with CSI Miami. Yeah! <laughs> Are you being the who? What's yeah. happening? <laughs> Gabe is being the who right now. Okay, classic Gabe. <laughs> um, it stars Nick Nolte as Pete Bell. Um, tons of NBA players in this both past, present, and future. It's actually, like, there's so many NBA players in it that, like, aren't even credited because they were just, like, extras playing basketball in the background. But most notably, it has Shaquille O'Neal, Penny Hardaway, Marcus Johnson, father of past guest Josiah Johnson, and um, also Alfre Woodard, who is not a NBA player, but we love her. Um, also Ed O'Neill, uh, you know, Al Bundy himself. I almost said Ted Bundy. (laughs) He is not Ted Bundy. Ed O'Neill is not Ted Bundy. He's Al Bundy. So we're sitting down on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. It's gorgeous outside. Beginning of spring. (laughs) Birds are chirping and having sex with each other. <laughs> Sun's out. Bun's out, baby. I come up her butt out. She um, had a pants on, but just cut the butt cheeks out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my signature style. <laughs> and everybody loves it. So don't complain. Yeah. Everyone's always like, ooh, Bun's girl. <laughs> the butthole's covered, you guys. Don't be gross. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you freaks. <laughs> Thinking her butthole was exposed. It's just cheeks. <laughs> we all have them. <laughs> um, and we're watching this movie. We don't know anything. I did, did you know anything about this movie? I didn't know a no. goddamn thing except for Shaq was in it. Nope. We immediately see Nick Nolte and we're like, oh, this guy's in this? And I was he, like, his face looks so different. Because <laughs> he's not a mess. Mm-hmm. He's like put together in this. It's. I mean, I don't know about that. He's kind of screaming the whole movie. That's true. <laughs> but he doesn't look like... Gabe, do you have the famous um, mugshot of Nick Nolte? Gabe's not prepared. <laughs> oh, it just happens to be his desktop picture. <laughs> Gabe loves looking at this every day. Oh, yeah. This one with his hair all crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this MTV news. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I mean, it's... He's it, had some he issues. rough. I think sure. he's had issues with, um, you know, alcoholism and whatnot. Huh. He's in The Mandalorian. Is that true? I guess. Yeah, he plays this weird alien. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm never gonna see it. <laughs> Sorry. So I think in this movie, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to admire Nick Nolte's character. He's the coach of a university basketball team in LA, Mm -hmm. Western University. And I think we're supposed to think like, oh, this guy, like, he's a good coach. He's got morals. He stands up for his kids, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, hey, spoiler alert. I did not like this guy. <laughs> yeah. He was a dick from the very beginning. We the first, All the way through the movie. The first thing we see of him is him yelling at the ref. He yells at the ref. He kicks a basketball into the stands. Which, honestly, I would love to do that. But wouldn't that hurt your It would foot? hurt your little tootsies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that shit would hurt. He also, like, later on, he references this again. And he's like, he's talking to his ex-wife or whatever. And he's like... He's like, I hope it didn't hit anyone. It's like, you didn't find out. You didn't stick around to see if you had injured anyone. Actually, even before that, I think before that, we see him just yelling at his team. It's halftime. And he's screaming at his team. And he's like throwing stuff around, like throwing their clothes around. He leaves, comes back, throws a big water jug, leaves, comes back. And then we find out it's halftime and they're in the middle of the game. It's like he's calling them like sons of bitches and stuff. It's like, yeah. I don't, personally, that's not how I would motivate my team. Yeah, and I don't like being motivated that way. I don't want anyone yelling at me. I need someone to give me constructive criticism and feedback and encourage me and motivate me. Pat my bottom. Yeah. Tell me I'm a good girl. Tell me you're proud of me and you love me. And that here's how I can improve, but ultimately that's not going to affect your love for me. Right. That's what I need. So the the thesis of this movie is like, look at this guy. He's such a good guy with great moral standing. Sure, he's he rough cares. around the edges. He cares so much about his kids. And he fucking is living his life for these kids. But he like won't do what all these other scumbags are doing, which is pay money and give gifts and shit. He won't pay basketball players to, to play basketball, even though they're being completely exploited by the university right so that's what makes this hard for us because we're on the side of like these kids should get money yeah i I mean maybe not a salary but something i mean 
the universities are making so much money off of them. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, like, the the villain in this movie is, like, this guy named Happy, who's a total dick. He is an alumni of the school. Yeah. And he's, like, he wants to, like, do some sketchy shit, send, like, cars and money and a house to, like, these players' families. And he, at one point, says... Essentially, I can't come unless the team is winning. <laughs> yeah, he does say that. I have a clip of that if you want to watch <laughs> yeah, it. Let's, let's, let's listen to it. Relax. We're going to be on top again. I got a little confession to make, too. I screw a hell of a lot better when we're winning, don't you? Huh? There's no way that's true. First of all, that guy's not good at sex. Definitely a jackhammer type. I can tell just by looking at him. <laughs> He does not give a shit about his partner at all. Yeah. And I think also, why did you have to tell the coach of the team that? Keep that shit personal, dude. Yeah. He's he's disgusting and sleazy, but also he's talking about like he's talking about how much money that the kids are making for the school and like blah blah blah. And they should be compensated. And it's like he's saying it in a way that's like, oh, look at this piece of shit. But we're all, we're kind of w- listening to him like, yeah, he's right. Like He's kind of right. They're making all this money. They're doing all the work. And they're because of the NCAA. And I don't know what it is. Well, I, in, in reality, it's NCAA. In the movie, they say NCSA, which I don't know if they're just doing that because of liability or if it used to be called that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's saying like, <laughs> I guess for for us it's like it's we're we're conflicted because we we want these kids to be paid but we're also supposed to be on the side of this guy who's like I'm too morally good to like do anything and I think like the other reason why I don't like Nick Nolte's character is like he needs to learn how to control his emotions yeah I I <laughs> On, uh, on Thursday, I just took an emotional intelligence workshop all day at work. And nice. I was just thinking, like, they should use this movie in the class because it's a perfect example of a guy who's not self-aware and not socially aware. And he, and he doesn't have the skills for relationship management. Yeah. And now, I'm an expert now. I, I got a certificate. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, and he's a coach. His whole shit should be relationship management. Right. And screaming is not how you get people to respond in a positive way. And like, I get it. He cares, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, think of what you need and then think of what they need and then use all of that information to determine how to behave because he's just thinking of himself. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, back in the day when I won two championships that was the best. I don't know how to reach these kids anymore. And it's like, well, it's not throwing a huge water jug at them. Right. That's not how you reach these kids, dude. <laughs> yeah. And his relationship with his ex-wife is like disgusting. Oh. So that let's get into that. So yeah. he like he goes to her house after the big losing game in the beginning. And we're like, OK, this is his wife, I guess, because she has all of his like tapes uh, of past games and he's like gonna put one in she's like no 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 don't put one in we're like okay so this is his wife and then it turns out he doesn't live there and like okay it's his girlfriend and then <laughs> no it ends up being his ex-wife and they have serious boundary issues 
Yeah. She seems cool, but she also is kind of like, yeah, you can be around. Yeah. It's like, you guys, I mean, we don't know the details of the divorce. I can assume you divorced him because he's a screaming piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) But like, he's still that guy and you're letting him come over to your house. And um, he many times like goes to kiss her and she's like no 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 and he's like let's fuck and she's like no i don't want to (laughs) well one time she's like you want to fuck me right and he's like yeah (laughs) and then she's like okay bye (laughs) i don't think they fucked at all right no they didn't no fucking in this movie yeah it's it's unclear what's going on there but it's also like one of those like late 80s early 90s things where it's like She's a tough broad. She's the only one who can handle him. Yeah. And it's like, no, this is just like a shitty relationship. Yeah. She shouldn't have to be put through this. Yeah. His toxic masculinity is just reverberating through every relationship in his life. Um, So his team loses the season. That's how the the movie starts. And he's pissed. Clearly not a not a good loser. So he decides to really work on recruiting in the off season. And this is actually the most fun part of the movie. In my opinion, he like travels around meeting young kids and like trying to convince them to go to his school. And first he goes to Chicago Mm -hmm. where he meets, um, Butch McRae, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is such a fake name. And he's played by Penny Hardaway, which is exciting. And he's such a little cutie. Absolute cutie. And his mom is Alfre Woodard. And so he goes into their house and Alfre's smoking a cigarette. She doesn't put it down the whole time. And he immediately becomes crazy. And he's like grabbing the like little sisters of Penny Hardaway and like being like, you're the defensive player and you defend grandma. And he like grabs their grandma and like jostles her her around. (laughs) He's trying to like prove some kind of point about... I don't know how fun it would be to play on his team. I don't I don't I get what he was doing. I think he's saying that he was trying to say like Penny Hardaway could be a point guard mm. because that wasn't what he normally played. Right. Or maybe he was just saying like, I'm going to play you on a different type of offense. Right. And then later he's like, I don't like this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think that grandma contributed much <laughs> to the play. <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> she looked a little uh, she's like shaken up. Warina, <laughs> who are you? He's throwing a pillow into the blinds like um but basically his mom is like, "We'll do it if you give me a house and a job." She's like, "We all need to move it to LA, so like get me a house with a yard." And he's like, "Well, that's not how the regulations work." And she's like, "I don't give two shits." Yeah. I need a job. I need a house. I need a yard. And he's like, well, too bad. Um, and then he goes to French Lick. French Lick. <laughs> <laughs> Kept which doing that. instantly made us horny. <laughs> Uh, yeah which um you pointed out oh that's where larry bird's from and then immediately there's larry bird (laughs) shooting of course he's Uh, just he's just shooting on a basketball which might be his real home i don't know but it's just a basketball court like off a country road it probably is um and he's there to recruit this other kid um named ricky Rowe, and his dad is a farmer and he's he's a racist farmer (laughs) yeah like i want a fucking tractor uh, and I know how this works. So give me a fucking tractor. And um, the coach guy's like, uh, okay. He's like, uh, that's not how it works, but uh, we've got hot girls in California. <laughs> yeah, he kept, his selling point for this 
school is just there's hot girls there which i'm sure there are it's college baby i know there's hot girls at every college yeah (laughs) and he also pretends to be every religion that each of these families are yeah that's right makes me laugh um and then he goes to new orleans and he goes to see Shaq play in what appear like this guy's like i want to show you this like this hidden you know prospect and they're like running through neighborhoods and like going over train tracks and shit and then it looks like they're going into what would be like a cage fight it's like some barn or something and then it's like a basketball game's happening in there yeah. a cage basketball game and he's just like well first of all he looks like a baby yeah he's tiny this is 1994 so he was still on the magic at the time and he's so skinny he's so skinny he's I mean, tiny tiny is not the word I would use because I don't think he's ever been tiny. He was born at like five, <laughs> <nine>. <laughs> Ouchie. <laughs> Thinking about his mom. Um, yeah. So he, I mean, he looks like a little baby boy, um, but he is slamming, slamming it down slamming and bending down. rims left and right. Yeah. The basket is I like, felt, please, no. I, I could hear a little, ow, ow. <laughs> Every time he did it. Um, and uh coach guy is like mm, i like the look of this guy like, hubba, hubba. and then he finds out that he got like a 400 on his sats so he's like fuck i need help i need to go to my ex-wife who has who owes me nothing but <laughs> has to tutor this kid and actually that scene's really cute where he like bring his ex-wife is like a first grade teacher he brings Shaq to the school and Shaq's like picking up kids and like throwing them around and like <laughs> and like tells them to like make a basket in the trash can he's holding up and then like blocks it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a really cute scene. And he every single doorway has to duck pretty far to get into. Well, of course. That's my maybe yeah. his life, his yeah. real life. And so she reluctantly agrees. And then one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when he she starts quizzing him on she asks him what's the country underneath the united states and he starts listing he's like mexico belize nicaragua he like knows all of them yeah and then he's like why would you ask me that you're racist (laughs) which makes her laugh and it's like well i mean you got like a 400 on your sats like she doesn't know where to start here i do like that Shaq in this movie is this like country bumpkin kid who then turns out to be pretty smart and like at every like most of his scenes he's calling someone racist yeah and i'm like yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're not wrong that's true he does call her a bitch though and which was and they all laughed yeah <laughs> it they just like went just kept going it wasn't a big thing at all it's like oh okay. they were like oh different times i guess his- 94 when you can just call your this woman who's doing you a fucking favor <laughs> by the way <laughs> trying to help you um his name in the movie is neon spelled like neon bodo cool name i mean they were like what what's like a new orleansy kind of thing and they the board the bodo with the <laughs> e-a-u-x yeah i mean a little on the nose there i think i would name my kid neon if i had ever had one you should have one should we adopt one together oh my god (laughs) let's dunktown should have a baby let's call it little donkey (laughs) it'll be raised in the school of basketball we should um get mav's man to donate sperm (laughs) it'll Uh, be part basketball (laughs) 
Oh, mm. well, I don't need him to donate anything. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'll take one for the team. <laughs> Are you gonna have sex? Yes, with that's us? what I'm saying. I will fuck him. No, it's for us. Okay. Okay. I, I consent. <laughs> I have no part in this. <laughs> uh, it'll be all. Sl- uh, I don't want to think about it. coming out. <laughs> the part ball, part basketball, part human. <laughs> It just bounces a couple times <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> okay, where were we? <laughs> Who cares? That was more important. That was more important. Um, so there's a couple. Let me just go through the list of other people that IMDb says are in the movie. Um, so Ricky Rowe is played by Matt Nover. And I did a little research. Apparently, he was like an Indiana like college phenom who then went on to play in europe mm-hmm. um i d- didn't recognize the name um another basketball player on western university's team is tony he's played by anthony c hall who uh is just like an actor but he was actually discovered playing basketball in la which is cool and then um as previously mentioned, Marcus Johnson, father of Josiah Johnson, was in this movie. He's one of the coaches, and he was really good in it. He, like His acting was pretty good. He's like a good guy in it, too. He's like always concerned about the kids. Bobby Knight is in it at one point. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, this says Rick Fox was one of the kids in on one of the opposing teams. I didn't see him, but that's cool. He was probably pretty young in this. Mm-hmm. And it also says Kevin Garnett was in this movie, uncredited. Mm. Um, again, I think, I think I got a little glimpse, but I couldn't tell for sure. I think maybe I saw him, but again, couldn't tell because they were just like running around the court. Um, but it seems like also Louis Gossett Jr. was in this movie at some point, but also didn't see him. So that's cool that they got... They. It seemed like the way it was shot, all of the basketball scenes, was like they just let them play basketball and let the coaches really coach. Yeah. And it felt almost like documentary style a little bit or just like, um, you know, they were just like shooting a basketball game. Which this is... I feel like whichever one of our guests was talking about this movie was saying that that's, that's what was going on, that they were actually filming them actually playing um and that's it felt real which is fun yeah those basketball scenes were really good yeah because sometimes you're watching like an air buds and you're like that dog's not he's not doing it he's not doing it there's no way he can hit a ball with his nose why every time do they show him hitting the ball with his nose and then cut to the ball going in yeah no just zoom out show the whole thing yeah because i want to see i want to see the realness (laughs) Also, doesn't it hurt his little nose? I don't like. I don't like the Airbud. I look. I've never seen Airbud. We're gonna have to watch it. We're going to have to watch it. But it just hurts my heart to think of this poor little actor dog having to bounce a ball on his nose. You try bouncing a ball on your nose. I bet it does. It hurts. I wonder how they did it. Eh, we'll look into it. There's nothing in the rule book that says he can't do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the tagline for the movie. <laughs> Um, Show me in the rule book where. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So he ends up deciding like, well, shit, my team's going to suck again if I don't do something. So I'm going to sell my soul to the devil and I'm going to let happy. Give them gifts. Give them whatever they want. Pretend like I'm not involved. Well, this all comes 
like he ch- he ch- changes his mind finally because the French lick guy <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Rowe comes up to him and all the coaches and is like, "All right, look here, y'all. <laughs> I'm a white blue chip athlete." And I'm going to need a little bit more, you know, money or blah, blah, blah. I want $30,000 in cash in a gym bag. Yeah. And they're all like, what the fuck? So he yells at him to get out. But then he's like, well, I don't want to lose this year. Yeah. So then he goes to Happy and Happy's like, I want to (laughs) come. Let's do this clip with Shaq because we already passed this part, but let's just talk about it. Would you be willing to take the test again? I don't know, man. I'm tested culturally biased. Shaq is wearing shorts. They're they're capri length on him, and I think would be extremely long on any human person. (laughs) (laughs) They look very funny. No, please be honest. Shaq actually, I think he was a very good actor in this. He was he was the best player by far. Yeah, like his his comedic timing was pretty good. He's got this like little smile, you know, the Shaq smile. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of times like when he actually passes his SAT um, test with like, I think he gets like a pretty high score. Mm-hmm. He pops his little head into the room and smiles and like holds up his paper. Cute. It's very cute. <laughs> hey, cuties. Time for another All-Star Reviews uh, segment. This is where we read the Apple Podcast reviews that you write and give us all f- all five stars. You better give us five stars. If you don't, we'll spank your bottom. Oops. Oh, wait. They might like that. <laughs> we Somebody gave us four stars, so we're going to track them down and yes. destroy them. <laughs> um, so this review is from Pokemon. It says, listen, <laughs> before this podcast, I had no interest in the NBA or basketball in general. But with Anastasia and Agatha, hey, that's not my name. I forgive you. Uh, you can get the perfect introduction to basketball fandom in an insightful and hilarious way. Do yourself a favor and listen. Listen. <laughs> I love that. Thank uh, you so much, Pokemon. Thank you, Pokemon. If you guys want to submit a review on Apple Podcasts and uh, give us five stars, we might read yours next time. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Bye. Okay, so he's gone to the dark side. Yeah, and actually his ex-wife, like things are going good between them two. He's taking her out on a date and she says, what's going on? Like, you didn't break the rules, did you? And he and she's like, tell me to my face. Like, no, you didn't break the rules. And he's like, no, I didn't. Flat out lies to her. Yeah, which I think is so stupid because it's going to be obvious at some point. Yeah, and also if... if He said, I swear to God, which, come on. Yeah, first of all, you're faking all these religions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> being really blasphemous. You're swearing to God. <laughs> um, but if you can talk to anyone about this, talk to her. This, is the, this goes back to toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. If he had talked to her from the beginning about the pressure to do this, she could have helped him like get through it yeah figure out another way or something and so then you know i don't know how she finds out but somehow she finds out that he did actually pay these kids off she saw happy in in 
uh, backstage. Oh yeah, backstage <laughs> with one of the kids, and she's like, "What is that guy doing here?" Right. And then he, Josiah's dad is like, "Oh, you know how this goes. He uh, helps out. Yeah. He greases the wheels. He yeah. butters the biscuit. Why is his name Happy? That makes me so mad that his name is Happy. <laughs> who who named the characters? I mean, I guess I mean, the what about, writer. What about Happy Gilmore? Yeah, but that's a comedy. This must be a but serious, he's still a, real. He's still a dick in that movie, and his name's Happy. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's just like an ironic thing. It's like calling someone lucky, maybe. Yeah, or calling someone tiny, but they're huge. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a nickname, what would you want your nickname to be? Mm, I don't have anything. I jokingly one time said I wanted my nickname to be Biscuit. <laughs> But no one agreed to it. You can't name yourself. Yeah, you definitely can't name yourself. Yeah. All right. Um, so, so they have this big major game where everyone's all amped up. Re- really quickly, I just wanted to finish up with uh, his wife, though. Before the big game, Happy like chews him out and is like, "I own you," and is like, "I even owned one of your players." Uh, in 1991 or whatever and he goes back and he looks at all of his tapes and he realizes Tony his his like star player before he recruited all these new boys through a game I mean the game they won the game but he I guess they kept saying shaving points I guess he just like missed a couple fucking up a little <laughs> bit so that the the, the spread, spread wasn't, was, wasn't wow. as big as as it could have been Right. And so then he goes to Tony's uh, dorm room dorm room where there's a huge party happening. <laughs> yeah. And on Tony's door, it says there's, Club Hollywood. There's like a thousand people in this building. <laughs> and he just barges into Tony's room, grabs him, shakes him around. Throws up against the wall. Is yelling at him. And Tony starts crying. And he's like, Nick Nolte says to Tony, like, you ruined the one pure thing in your life or whatever. It's like, you don't fucking know my life. What are you talking about? Well, also he comes in there and he said, did you do it? And Tony said, no, I swear to God, I didn't do it. And then he immediately was like, yeah, I did. (laughs) But it's like, Nick Nolte, you're doing the same thing. And he was like, how dare you lie to me? And it's like, you just did the same shit, motherfucker. You just, you're such a manipulative piece of shit. You can't see it in yourself, but you see it in everyone else. When you're pointing one finger, three fingers are pointing back at you. (laughs) At least. I'm doing it right now. At least. (laughs) Could also be the thumb if you kind of do this. If you bend it around like this. And then he goes to his ex-wife's house at 1 a.m. knocks on her door. She's like, no, don't. You can't come in. He barges in, grabs her, shakes her He's around. so aggressive. Oh, I do not like this man. He has very, like, dark energy with him at all times and he comes in and he's like i can't believe he lied to me and it's like you just fucking lied to her and you you're going to her to whine about it well then she said wait a minute like i saw happy in the back backstage <laughs> what was he doing there you lied to me so then they get into a fight and she's like you better leave and lock the door on your way out i was like scared for her safety i was scared too yeah. i was like i would not have said you better leave and lock the door i, I would have forced him out of my house and made sure the door yeah. was locked yeah change the fucking locks change the locks move to another town yeah and then they have this big game and he's like sad and he's like i don't know what to do because we've got this big game against the indiana hoosiers the number one in the country apparently mm-hmm. and 
they're like they're like dunking all over the place Shaq is destroying and stealing and even penny does this like cool backwards dunk at one point they're fucking mopping the floor with the hoosiers and bobby knight is their coach and he's like (laughs) but it's kind of cool because they're showing bobby knight like really saying coach stuff and then also we forgot to mention that western university is their mascot is the dolphins like they're the dolphins Mm -hmm. and this dolphin mascot is just a big dolphin with a t-shirt on and then like human legs (laughs) bare human legs like there's nothing covering them yeah he looks very funny (laughs) big fan uh big big fan everyone's wearing dolphin hats with like big dolphins on them there's cheerleaders there they were pretty good no navarro cheerleaders Ladarius wasn't there. No, unfortunately. If Ladarius had been there, we wouldn't even been watching basketball. True, we'd just be watching the cheerleaders. True. So the game like is fun and exciting, and at the end, Western wins, and you just see Coach Coach yell, "What's his name?" <laughs> Coach yell. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything. His name is Pete. Okay, Coach Pete. Coach Pete. You can see Coach Pete just being like a, a real snap. bummer. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's like he's like sulking around everybody's cheering everyone's running on the court the team's excited they just did a big achievement yeah they won they're so happy and he's just like he's like a real eeyore type yeah he's like "Mm, mm." his name is uh coach pete bell which rhymes with yell hey yell bell Old Yell Bell. Old Yell Bell. So, so Yell Bell goes into the locker room. Which is too small. Yeah. This locker room, Shaq's hitting his head on everything. I mean, I assume that's his whole life. <laughs> but these are some big boys. Get yeah. a bigger locker room, Western University. <laughs> They're in there. They just won a game. They're happy about it. And he, here comes Coach Yell Bell to bring down the mood. And he's like, we cheated. We fucking cheat. He didn't say fuck, but I'm yeah. embellishing a little bit. He's like, we cheated and I'm don't feel good about it and blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm going to talk to every one of you individually tomorrow. We're going to talk about your futures. And all these guys are soaked in sweat. Yeah. They, no one has a towel. Dripping from head to toe. And they're also like, I mean, what? It's not their fault that no. you turned to the dark side. Yeah. You fucked up, dude. Yeah. And, and then he's like, about to leave and then he goes i love you all very much (laughs) (laughs) and it's like that's all they wanted to hear all along you never had to yell at them yeah you never had to yell just tell them you love them very much and then he leaves and then shaq pops out and he goes oh coach did you see my big spin move (laughs) (laughs) and then um coach yell bell goes into the press conference and he really It's like he's entering his therapist's office and he's really just unloading. He's like TMIing (laughs) the press like crazy. So much. It's like 32 minutes long of him just being like... Ed O'Neill's like... disappointed everyone. Ed O'Neill says to him like, can you explain why Neon Bodo has a Lexus? And he's like, you know what? I can't. (laughs) <laughs> we wanted to give it to him he didn't want it let's see the clip we got Gabe because this ain't about education it ain't much about winning and it sure as hell ain't much about basketball it's about money 
Just goddamn money! And I bought into it. I bought into it big time. I'm a big part of the problem. Yeah, you are, dude. Yeah. Stick a fork in this creep! That's happy done. yelling. <laughs> Stick a fork in this creep! Uh... I mean, that was one ninetieth of his fucking rambling speech, honestly. But I mean, at least he admitted that he he was the problem because yeah. we all know men like that who refuse to acknowledge their own shortcomings um, and admit their mistakes. So way to go, Coach Yellbell. <laughs> I'm actually kind of proud of you. In the end, maybe you're not so bad after all. <laughs> no, you're bad. I don't want you to be my coach. It's it, The whole press conference thing is like, it's a holier than thou kind of righteous diatribe he's like preaching to them and they're like you don't have to tell us dude tell yourself yeah (laughs) like why are you yelling at the press we don't give a shit like yell at yourself yeah or yell at your school or yell at the ncaa like yell at happy yeah (laughs) (laughs) um happy's pissed and then gets like pulled away by the police (laughs) and um and then Nick Nolte walks out of there and he's walking down the back lot of Universal. <laughs> mm, yeah. And he sees some kids playing street ball. And these are like 10 to 12 year olds, I would say. Small children. And the, he's a grown ass man approaching a court full of children. Yeah. And he's like a white dude. Like, if you're a grown ass white dude, don't just like go up to some kids late at night. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's nighttime. There are no other adults around. The kids are just playing around on the court and he's just like, I can't just watch you do a two-handed jump shot like that, dude. I have to coach you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you just... Well, he well he quit. We forgot to say, at the end of the press conference, he quits his job and then he can't stop coaching for even 20 minutes before no. he's like, I need to help these kids. And he's like, use your hand to follow through and this kid's like okay dude i just want my ball back i want to have fun with my friends can you fuck off (laughs) like that's what i would have said yeah i'd be like i mean in reality those kids would like make fun of him and shame him till he left (laughs) totally totally and then at the very end it's like tells what everyone's doing now and it's like wu was banned for three years ricky hurt his knee and dropped out and worked on his father's farm butch and neon dropped out of school and joined the nba and yell bell coaches at a high school in the midwest now and it's like this isn't a true story (laughs) why are they telling us what everyone's doing now yeah it was weird and they could have just ended it yeah it would have been fine Unless it was based on a true story. We didn't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was based on a true story, but the names were changed to protect the innocent. (laughs) I guess. All right. Should we give us some donkeys? Let's do it. Donkeys! All right. So we got... Most points has to go to Western University. It has to. Gabe, did you have something to say about that? Sounded like it. No, I think you're right. (laughs) Um, best dunk. Should we give that to Shaq? He was yeah. doing so many big donkey boys. He put a lot of work in. Um, I think I'm going to give worst pants to the 90s. <laughs> okay. Mm, I'm going to give cutest mom Aww. 
to um, Butch McRae's mom. Alfre Woodard. Isn't she also the mom? I think she is. She's the mom in... Um, yeah, she was Love in and Basketball. Love and Basketball also. Oh, really? She's just like everyone's mom. I'll let her be my mom. She's one of my favorite actresses. I loved her in this movie. She's great. She was really good. She like is so cute in it. She was wearing this like little cute dress in, in her first scene. Yeah. Great hair. And she was wearing a great yellow dress in a later scene too. Oh. Um, should we give um cutest Dunktown connection to Marquise Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Josiah. Gabe, do you have one you want to give out? Sure. Um, can I give the least necessary tech setup to the microphones at a Coach Yellbell press conference? <laughs> because he doesn't go anywhere near them. He just we like walks same all around them. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he like is pacing up and down. He like gets down off the stage at one point. <laughs> at one point, he just whispers. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's just silently listening. Um, should we give uh, best mascot? Gotta go to the weird dolphin Dolphins. thing. Dolphin human hybrid. <laughs> dolphin with legs. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Um, can I give a donkey for second best uh, Dunktown connection to the point when uh, Coach Yellbell said, "Another great bunch of guys." <laughs> I didn't even catch that. <laughs> nice. All right, who wins? Um I guess Western University because if you count Shaq's big dunk, mm-hmm. <laughs> they got two. And actually Coach Yellbell got two. So I mean he might just win. He might be the winner. And the Dolphins, their mascot too, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, congratulations. What's the what, Gabe? What's the drop for Western University? We got to think uh, of one. Oh, I've got one. So at one point, uh, uh, Dick Vital has a cameo, oh, yeah. and he refers to their three rookies as three dynamic diaper dandies. <laughs> diaper dandies. Three dynamic diaper dandies. <laughs> What the fuck? What the that fuck? That is so rude, Dick. So I guess that's their drop. I don't know what that means. They're I all... want to be a da- diaper dandy. <laughs> Change my diaper. Um, they seem potty trained in the movie. <laughs> seem potty trained. <laughs> I didn't see a diapy at all. Well, they were big shorts. I mean, that's true. They were <laughs> who hiding. knows? All right, let's get into our mail basket. Today, we have an email from Irene T. She says, Dear Anastasia, Agata, and Gabe, I just wanted to talk for a second about certified sweetie pie Terrence Davis of the Toronto Raptors. We all know the Rising Stars world versus USA format is a mess, but I think TD is the most obvious snub. He's a rookie who went undrafted and has been playing serious minutes on a very deep team and crushing it. He's one of the reasons the Raptors have stayed afloat through all their injuries, also the only Raptor to have played in every game this season. Anyway, I just really liked his response to being snubbed. He made one very humble and sincere down-to-earth tweet. He is a Taurus. (laughs) (laughs) And then casually scored a career-high 31 points. Nice. 
against the Bulls, but still. My second favorite All-Star Weekend snub response after Jackson Hayes, obviously. Also want to shout out number one Raptors cutie, OG Ananobi, who is in a very funny YouTube video with Serge Ibaka this week. Highly recommend viewing. I think we... What about scarves? M- yeah, I think we <laughs> we chatted about that before. Yeah. Uh, love the podcast. You make me feel seen and valid. Oh, Cute. Irene. Thank you. What a sweet little email. Um, Sorry, it's a little out of date. <laughs> All-star break is long gone. But we love hearing about this stuff. Like... I wouldn't have known about Terrence Davis if it weren't for this email. And that's true. Did a little searching total cutie. Let me see. Gabe. Look at him yelling in this pic over here. Oh, the black with the black Jersey. Mm -hmm. That one. Mm. Cute. (laughs) He looks like a real cutie. Um, Yeah. I mean, we love to, you know, maybe shine the spotlight, not just on the big boys that yeah. are getting all the love because they can't do it by themselves. No. There's other people who are putting in the work. They're Especially not, the young guys. Yeah. They're just starting out. They, you know, mostly are on the bench, but they're growing. They're probably going to be future big boys. <laughs> <laughs> Can only hope. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, if you want to send us an email, you can always email us at hiatdunk.town with anything about your team, any players, any questions you have. We're happy to chat. You can also call our cutie hotline. It's 903-420-DUNK and leave a message for us that we can play on the show. And we love hearing from you. So please do it. Oh, we also have our our, um, mailbox is open as well. Yeah, and that address is 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 105. Yeah, Los, Los Angeles. Angeles, California, 90027. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've loved everything we've received in the box so far. Thank you to everyone who sent us stuff. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. As always, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I am on Twitter at Echo underscore Mint and on Instagram, Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both as Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website. It's dunk.town. If you like the show, write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, and hoodies available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for all of your design work. Thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our original theme song. 